0: and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign
1: up now at ChumbaCasino.com.
2: No purchase necessary. BDW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
1: Talk Radio.
2: Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Mind, Body, Spirit, You series with Aleka and myself. Hi, Aleka.
0: Hi, Tracy.
2: How are you today?
0: Good. Thank you. Thank you.
2: We were chatting a little bit ago about how cold it is here in South Carolina.
0: Uh, Well, we've been a little spoiled this winter, you have to admit.
1: Very
2: much so. We we
0: had like, what, 70-degree weather for the last four days, and we're complaining because it's in the 50s.
2: I know. And cloudy. Poor us. I know. But I think everybody's fairly warm. Even up north, they're talking about it.
0: I'll take it. I know. It's fine with me.
2: I know. You're a warm person. Oh. I am.
0: <laughs> I am. I I just about um I don't I mean I'm not homesick all the time and I homesick I mean um Hawaii, you know, it's my home. So um this time of year is when I usually start, you know, googling Craigslist or you know like rentals on Maui. But
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. Yeah, we um Talked about that, I think, in our very first, uh, like, your introduction, which for everybody who would like to know a little bit more about Aleka, um, she is actually the very first podcast. So if you scroll all the way down in the archives, you will find that introduction chat we had. And... um, that Alek is from Hawaii, and you lived there your whole life up until five years ago. Is that correct?
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I was born there. I was born on the island of Oahu, and I moved to Maui when I was just um, under a year old. And then I lived on Maui my pretty much my whole life. And I went away to college and came back. And um, right now I'm living in um, – I went to Oregon, so I was on the west coast. And right now I'm on the east coast in Charleston, South Carolina – um But, my family is still there, and I do go back as often as I can,
2: yeah, and um, now we're just gonna do a little refresher because i I want the refresher, which is um and it might for some reason, I'm kind of being guided that your Hawaiian upbringing. And our topic today, which I'll introduce, of uh, being forgiveness...
0: Never made that connection, but I'm thinking, <laughs> I, I see where you're
1: going.
2: Yeah, but I don't even know exactly why, So, but let me say to the audience that um, um, once a month, for now, we might up to a different amount of times, it might be different teachers from Mind, Body, Spirit, You... But um, for now, we're doing these calls and kind of like a teaching series on different topics. So last month we talked about specialness, and this month we're going to talk about forgiveness. So um, uh, I guess tell us anything, Aleka, how does forgiveness um, relate to the to the topic of Hawaii? Because I don't know why I want to say it, talk about it. No,
0: I think you're referring to um, Ho'o. Pono pono, or,
2: okay. yeah. yeah. The,
0: the, do you know what I mean? I do. Yeah. yeah that's but, what I think you're referring to. Um, and it, well, I mean, that is a system. Actually, it's a kind of a Hawaiian system of reconciliation and forgiveness.
1: Uh huh.
2: To
0: put it, you know, a, a giant system in two words.
2: <laughs> right, right, right.
0: Um, so it, I think that's maybe where you're you're um,
2: putting the two together, the
0: connection. Yeah, huh? yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. And did, have you studied that system? I
0: have, um, although it's not, I mean, you know what you find out about systems like this that are, you know, it's based on the Huna process or the Huna tradition, which is sort of the sacred um, spirituality of, of Hawaii. What you find in, in Ho'ono Pono Pono and what you find in other forgiveness teachings or other sacred texts is very similar.
1: Mm-hmm. You know what
0: I mean? It's just what appeals to people in form as to how they, they make it work. And um, absolutely, many of the concepts that we'll probably be talking about today, it can be traced back to just the concept. You know what I mean when I say, like, just that base concept of truth
1: mm-hmm. that
0: kind of permeates all um, sacred study or sacred knowledge? And, um Yeah, so absolutely. I mean, I have studied it, and I take that, and I take all kinds of other traditions that I've studied as well.
2: Right. So just because we've brought it up, um, the Oponopono, I just, it's, in a nutshell, (laughs) is um, the idea of acceptance, like accepting things and allowing and forgiving and loving but how would you say it? cuz i mean i know just sort of the basics
0: of oh no Pono? correct um well basically it's sort of defined as to put right okay to put in order to uh-huh. correct uh-huh um and to re, you know to to rectify in some way okay. um and interestingly enough you know that the term forgiveness in aramaic literally means to cancel or undo. So it's kind of interesting, see what I mean, where you get this overlap.
1: Of course, yeah.
0: Between two totally separate languages with the same base truth.
2: Right. And like you said, that is the truth, quote unquote. The spiritual truths, they weave in and out of all religions, all cultures, um, all teachings. You know, you kind of see them over and over and over again. Right,
0: and it's used. I mean, you know, in tradition, traditionally, it could be used to heal a relationship, mm-hmm. as well as in in upset in a relationship or even an illness or a dis-ease for somebody. Right. Because it was the belief that, um, you know, basically undoing something in our energy field, you know, was the same. A forgiveness affects all.
2: Right. And then I'm just gonna say this for the listeners that and then we'll switch gears to get like right on topic. But I'm I'm I know that Sharon, who's one of the other teachers at Mind Body Spirit U, has um an article, at least an article, maybe even more than one, and a video that's gonna be up on the website. So if you guys wanna learn more about um it's Hapana Pono. Am I saying it right? <laughs>
0: it's ho- well. It's said a few different ways, but Pono uh-huh. oh, Pono. Okay. So I was called, but it's also said as Hoopono Pono. <laughs>
2: yeah. Well, there you have it. So thanks, and um, thanks for letting me sort of go off on a little tangent there about that.
0: Oh no, that's a gr- that's fine. And she's actually a great um, resource. She has that book too.
2: Right, right, Heba. Heba. Yeah, thanks for pointing that out. And I
0: remember her, we, you know, didn't know each other. But Now we've met each other through you, and it's really um, quite cool because we had this sort of connection.
2: I know, Uh yeah, that's a great book. And it's simple, so for adults that want to learn about it, can learn also in in a nice, simple way. It's more geared towards children. Okay, so... um, This vast topic of forgiveness that so many people have, um, you know, a lot of different ideas on and even a lot of different feelings about, you know, something. Big topic. It is a big one, just like last time, specialness, big topic, yeah.
0: Yeah, maybe it's the the remedy for specialness in some way, I think.
2: Mm, There you go. Hmm? Go ahead and elaborate a little bit there on that
0: right well I mean th- if you think about it this way, um specialness is all about separation
1: mm-hmm. it's
0: all the belief that in some way, if um you've wronged me, I'm right and you're wrong, you're the one with the problem, right, so there's the specialness there or and the separation
1: there right, right,
0: and forgiveness is really about undoing that separation, and we can definitely go into you know, further what that means exactly. But that's what I mean when I say that.
2: hmm hmm So where do you think we should get started? Um, forgiveness 101. Right. <laughs> because I can tend to jump into the deep end before we wade in the shallow. So maybe we should start in the shallow end.
0: Well, maybe we should talk about the kind of forgiveness that we're talking about, because I think that the definition of forgiveness is really varied. Right. And sometimes in this kind of stuff, um, these kind of, um, you know, concepts, it's easier to talk about what it's not Yeah. maybe than what it is. You know what I mean? It's like describing love. It's It's easier to describe what love isn't rather than what love is,
1: because mm-hmm. it's
0: sometimes hard to find the words.
1: Right, exactly. The
0: kind of forgiveness that we're talking about is not um, like, you know, there's so many ways that that false forgiveness can sort of pop in. It's not um, the forgiveness, false forgiveness, that tends to appear more righteous, you know, which which might look like, look how spiritual I am for forgiving you. Right. You know, or um, like false empathy, Uh which is, You know, we're all imperfect, so I'll forgive you. Mm -hmm. Of course, in both of those, it implies that you're better in some way. Do you see the separation and specialness that's implied?
1: Yes.
0: (laughs) You know, or even the martyrdom kind of forgiveness where I'll forgive you and then you'll owe me. Mm -hmm. You know, kind of thing. Like, I'll be the bigger person. Mm -hmm. But there's still resentment there. And that's, that's that's the thing with false forgiveness is that there's still that resentment piece um or even the uh, how many people have heard this one you know i'll forgive you but i'll never forget what you did correct well that's not really forgiveness either
1: uhhuh
0: because nothing has been cancelled or undone there right so you know when real forgiveness is kind of what we're talking about makes sense yeah yeah okay um so what is that you know true forgiveness is about, it's it's actually, this is the interesting thing about it. It's not about the other person at all. Uh-huh. True forgiveness is not about, you know, pardoning the other person or, tell, or saying that the, what the other person did was okay. It's not about that either. It's valuing ourselves enough to let go of the resentment that that particular issue brings up. Make sense?
2: It does. Cool. And it's reminding me of um, the quote about, is it Einstein that said that quote about? Um, um Like holding on to a resentment is like okay. drinking poison and hoping the other person dies. Yeah, that's a great one. That's Nelson Mandela. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh,
0: maybe other people have said it, but I remember seeing it quoted to him, which was resentment is like drinking poison and then hoping it will kill your enemies.
1: Right, right.
0: Yeah. I mean, and that's the thing about it, you know, because this is kind of an interesting um, thought to think about, that if, you know, if they're the one with the problem, why are you the one with the pain?
1: Exactly. Mm-hmm. You
0: know, so forgiveness is based, false forgiveness is really based on the belief that others are responsible for what we feel right, in some way. And the truth is real forgiveness is about, you know, dealing with our own, for lack of better word, stuff.
2: Exactly. Mm-hmm. And now I'm being reminded of something that is the truth that I've had to work through myself is when I learned that piece, that piece of, you know, the only thing I have any control over is me, my feelings, my reactions, et cetera, then I kind of got too hard on myself. Because if I got upset then somehow I was the bad person and then it left a place for me to be resentful about me. You you know what, you know where I'm going? Yeah. And so I just felt called to share that piece that um it is and you know, I as Lekka knows on a personal level, I'm I'm almost if it's possible to be overly accountable, you know. I like take too much on as being my my issue. So there's always that balance, mm-hmm. always, and that we never want to, you know, well, actually, sometimes the easiest, po- well, not the easiest, but the best place to start with forgiveness is towards self.
0: That's the only place you can start with forgiveness. Okay. Yeah, in fact, because, I mean, and think about it this way, we have to talk about projection a little bit yeah. and what projection is, Uh huh. but projection is when we put on another person what we're not owning in ourselves. That's kind of the, um, you know, the 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 stock definition of what projection is. So, you know, patterns, things that happen in our life um, show us. For example, if there's an issue in your life with somebody else, and this is another great quote, if, you know, one finger is pointing at that person, there's three fingers pointing back at you, Mm-hmm. That's a pretty big one, right? So it's our stuff that we're projecting on the other person that we're upset about. That's kind of a big. I mean, that's a big pill to swallow. I think
1: it is. That's
0: a tough one. It is. But yeah. that's why we start. Um, you know, we we basically forgive, not to change the situation or change the past but to to undo a reality in our mind that believes it's possible I know and that's oh that's another big one
1: isn't it
2: Yeah and you've got me kind of you probably felt it and I kind of am a little twisted right but there I, and what what I think could be helpful mm-hmm. is is using um examples sure can you think of an example that could sort of illustrate this whether it be something you know sure.
0: i mean let me let me start here that we all have something we all do this a blockage of personal error right we just do we see isn't it true we see the mistakes of others way you know um easier than we see our own mistakes mhm and so we, when, we, when we do that, we have to realize that if something is bothering us about somebody else, there's a reality in our consciousness or in our psyche that is triggering that particular thing. Like there's a resonance that matches that thing that we're bothered by in someone else in us. For example, that person at the store that's really rude to you, how dare they be rude to you? Right. Uh-huh. How dare they be rude to you? They should never be rude. Have you ever been rude? Right. Okay. So if we're upset, I—I I mean, the answer to that question is yes for me. You know. So when I go to the store, and that person is rude, then there's something that I need to look at in my own reality that's bringing up that situation of rudeness that I need to look at in myself. Mm-hmm.
2: given myself. Mhm. And how and also um, to, to point I I just want to point out that piece of not for the people like me to not take that on like you're a bad per, it, like you're a bad person. Not everyone is like me, but I know there's plenty, especially especially women I want to say. Mm-hmm. So,
0: well, and this is the truth. This is why Because the truth is, we're all meant to have joy and happiness in our life, right? We're all meant to experience this inner authentic beauty and wisdom, God consciousness, however that makes sense to you, Mm -hmm. and all the time. Mm -hmm. I mean, you should have abundance and joy and happiness, and if that's not happening in your life, something's blocking that from happening. So when you notice these things in our life coming up, the person's rude to me at the store. It's habitually happened again and again and again. This situation keeps on coming up. My boss is a certain way. My in-laws are a certain way. My, My kids trigger me. That's all showing up for a reason. And it's showing up because it's giving us opportunities to notice the blocks so we can undo them, so we can actually shine that part of us. So I don't really look at, you know, forgiveness as, a negative thing by any means, you know, or it's it's more opportunities for us to practice to undo all the stuff that's keeping us from our best and most authentic life. Right. Yeah.
2: And um it really seems as though forgiveness is the key to what everyone's after, which is this this word happiness. Mm hmm. And allowing ourselves to forgive ourselves first and foremost, whether it be that we keep running into rude people and then all of a sudden we realize, well, okay, so I need to undo something within me. Where where am I rude? Or how do I do these same things? And once we undo that, it's it's more it's effortless in a way to forgive the other person.
0: Well, I wouldn't, I would love it for it to be effortless. I don't <laughs> think effort for me. <laughs> well, I mean, the truth is this. You know, we create our experience based on what we believe. You know, our perception is based on our belief. of, of Our perception of reality is based on not what we want, but what we believe about ourselves. And that's, that's really, really important. So when we experience something less than love, I'll just use that term, in our reality, then we need to look at what's that thing, what's that belief in us that is creating this experience. You know, so every every situation that we have with someone that triggers us is an opportunity to undo more and more stuff for us.
2: Right.
1: Yeah. It's com-
2: complicated, but... When I, I'm trying to come up with the right words to describe what I meant by my effortless comment, Um, not because I'm defending, because I'm totally fine with whatever, but but that it feels important to me. Um, The idea of understanding ourselves deeply enough and knowing these truths about forgiveness and what it is that's triggered in us that makes us not want to forgive. Mm. All that is the the part that takes so much effort. All that deep understanding of who we are. And it, and when we get to that moment in time, then the forgiveness piece feels a lot less of a burden. <laughs> I won't say effortless. <laughs> yeah, you know, I
0: I hear what you're saying. And in that regard, then you can start looking at all the... All the opportunities in your life that you have, you get to forgive,
1: right? You know, right. whether
0: it's stubbing your toe on the table and you want to smash the table, you know, it's like it's not the it's not the table that needs forgiveness. You know, of course, is you can use the table as the avenue for forgiveness, but it's the anger and rage that was under underneath there, waiting to come out the moment that it had, um, you know, it worked, was triggered by pain.
1: Right, right,
0: right. You know, and it's, um, but I so I hear what you're saying by that, and truly, the only way that we can change, you know, is there's that space between stimulus and response. The the problem, or is it? Do I want to use that word? Well, I think the 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 main issue is that so many of us are on automatic pilot with this kind of stuff, and I'm I'm kind of talking to what you just said, where when you start bringing some awareness into that space between stimulus and response and you extend the time between stimulus and then you go instead of habitual response instantly, you can kind of create that space. And in that way you can, you can choose differently. Right. And you can have the opportunity to forgive. And when you do that, you can create a whole new experience.
2: Exactly. And that is, now that where you were starting- That's exactly what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. And then I, I feel like I wanted to share, it's one of the big ones, and it's, it's something that I would think if people are listening to the show and have been harmed, um, you know, for me, my story is harmed as a child, right? Yeah. Other people have been harmed, whether it be, a drunk driver killed their kid, Ugh. you know, or those really big ones, right? <laughs> and and for me, mine was, you know, pretty pronounced in the sense of um, abuse issues and forgiving those people, right, my family members, et cetera. And so, you know, I think I started out with the forgive and forget, or wait, I'll forgive but I won't forget <laughs> thing because um, that worked for me at the beginning. And then um, it progressed into this understanding of self, understanding of of also that now we're going to go out even further, right, of the contracts and journey that I've chosen for this lifetime. And really um, doing all that knowledge and understanding and learning, it made it, it did make it easier to truly forgive and, quote, unquote, forget. Because, you know, I'm kind of, I'm circling back around to that because I think it's important. You know, why why would we want to not forget? Why would we want to hold on to that? You know, as far as I'm concerned, <laughs> if there was a pill that could truly forget, <laughs> I would take it. You know, do you know what I'm saying? I do. So I, and then that idea of victims coming up. I know I'm touching on a ton of things right here, but I know you can follow me.
0: Fascinating. I got gotcha.
2: you. Yeah. Then then if we're not forgetting, right, um, we're going to forgive, but we're not going to forget that we were me, I was abused as a child. Well, then I'm still holding on to my victim persona, and that's not really forgiving. And it's it's hurtful to me. Like, it's a new layer of needing to let go and forgive myself because I don't want to hold on to the victim persona. Um, so with all that rambling, well, and what, <laughs> bring me back together here, Aleka.
0: It, well, I love what you said there, you know, because why, and that's a great question, you know, why do we hold on to stuff? Why do we hold on to it? and I'm, I I don't have, I don't propose to say that there are some things, are there some things that are unforgivable, right? I mean, that's, I can't make that call for somebody. There are some things I know that are, that bring us to our knees, that have so much layers of feeling and loss or despair, that that is why I think um, spiritual teachers talk about this kind of work being a practice.
1: Mm-hmm. because
0: it takes practice because it's not necessarily easy you know and we all have whatever roads that we walk with that um, but I do think in some level like what you were saying that there is sort of a um, an understanding that we pretty much as human beings really only do things that work for us on some level no matter what we do we're doing because it works for us right whether it's negative or not it's still on some level it's working for us so why would we hold on to say victim consciousness well think about it this way if you say i will forgive you but i will never forget there's a, you see that sense of elevation that just happened there
2: oh specialness a too. specialness
0: again <laughs> yeah. it's that sense of like you're the wronged party and i'm the right one
1: mm-hmm.
0: now I have much compassion for that. I get it. I mean, I've I've said it, you know, but the truth to that if we go deeper is that's hurting you. That's not hurting the other person. They don't care. You're the one with the pain. Right. Right? So that's the point that I try to I try to use with clients that I'm not saying you have to forgive for the other person. I'm saying you got to forgive for you.
1: Mhm.
0: You know, um it's not, it's not helping you to have that, if, we, or if we're talking about it from an energetic perspective, that energy in your body. It's not good to have this integrative energy running mm-hmm. around.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, the other thing is, if we have the belief, if we see life through the filter of victim, I'm a victim, right? We, we got that from, I'm not going to forgive you. Right, and I'm the victim. This is what you were using. Right. What happens when we put that into the kind of the the field, right, the present moment field, is what do you think you're going to keep manifesting? You're going to keep manifesting plenty of situations in which you're the victim, right, over and over and over again. You know, if we put victim into the field, that someone else will show up to victimize us. That's how it has to work. And the reason why it works like that is because life is saying, hey, you need to undo this. Right. Hey, you need to undo this. Hey, you need to forgive this. You know, and so forgiveness is really a helpful tool to getting rid of those habitual patterns and beliefs and and, and basically having freedom for ourselves, not about the other person.
2: Right. And then also the equals happiness, you know, it gets back to that oversimplified term of happiness that's very complicated also.
0: Yeah, what do you mean by that?
2: (laughs) By happiness?
0: Equals happiness, you said? Forgiveness equals happiness? Is that what you mean? Yes. Got it, okay.
2: Okay. Yeah, yeah. That, like, me, I'm using me because it's, for me, that always works to explain um, how I'm thinking at a certain point in time. So, For me, in regards to the big one being my father and abuse in childhood, et cetera, and the different stages of forgiveness I went through, because I want to touch back, and I'm going to get all the way back to happiness, but I want to touch back on to, for anyone listening, that, you know what, I, 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 and Aleka knows this, and anyone who knows me for the last six years of my life, I'm a huge advocate for children. And I am very, quote-unquote, you know, against any kind of child abuse or um, spanking, you know, any of that stuff. <laughs> but I've had to let go of my attachment to that, being right or wrong and all of that. And it's been levels of forgiveness.
0: Sure.
2: Yeah. I mean, I just posted today on Facebook about, um, it was like some somebody else had it. It was a picture of, you know, um, somebody looking like they were going to slap their kid, somebody looking like they were going to punch their kid, and somebody looking like they were going to spank their kid. And it's never okay, right? And, and that's truly how I feel. And I don't think it's okay, okay for a human being to sexually abuse someone, which happened to me. I don't think that's okay. At the same time, like I'm, I know I'm kind of repeating myself but I just think it's important sure. for clarity that it is um, you know so I started out by saying I'll forgive but not forget and then I went on to the more spiritual levels of the whole idea of understanding my spiritual contracts in this world and why I incarnated in this family and I know some people we might lose them on that and that's okay you know but for me that was my path and each and every one of those levels of forgiveness were important mm-hmm. and and coming to the deeper spiritual understanding about forgiveness being that it's for me and that if i accept that um you know i contracted into this lifetime to experience the lessons that i've experienced so that i can be the person I'm meant to be in this lifetime, then that leads to my happiness. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Am I being clear? You are. Because, okay. I mean,
0: the way I see it is it's like we all have this shining light within us mm-hmm. of that pure, radiant joy, happiness, mm-hmm. again, spirit, God, consciousness, God, whatever, Holy Spirit, whatever that is, that, that divine essence um, within us.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: for whatever reason... However it gets there, many, many thoughts about how that happens in many traditions. there's blocks to that light. there's like little maybe clouds that cover that brilliant light within us and and forgiveness is really about letting clearing the clouds, undoing the knots, untying the threads um and and removing those those blocks so that light can shine. The truth is we don't need to seek anything outside of us except to remove those things, those blocks, to be able to reflect that light, you know. And and so absolutely, though, I will tell you, I agree, that um, there are levels to this process, you know, to to any process we go to. We we go, it's like layers of an onion, you know, Shrek. Right, right. (laughs) thing that um we get we remove some of the outer blocks and we feel like things have lightened up in our lives, and we perhaps notice that we're manifesting less of something, and then all of a sudden we notice, oh, okay, this is coming up again, time to undo even more and it, it life has a way of kind of taking us if we allow it and if we follow it to go deeper and deeper and deeper, removing more and more and more, and forgiveness is the way we can do that. But feelings, maybe we should talk about feelings a little bit, because those should not be discounted in the process. They, I mean, I imagine in your process, as you describe it, and I know in my forgiveness processes, feelings came up. You know, I mean, I had lots of, and I still do. I mean, it's like um, when when I know I need to forgive someone is usually when I have a pretty strong feeling. Exactly. You know, I mean... <laughs> So in this regard, I think so often what we're taught about feelings is to turn them off. You know, um, do you get that? Have you heard that belief?
2: Oh, for sure. Yeah, like I know as women. It just leads to more resentment.
0: Well, it leads to more because nothing ever happens to them, but, you know, which I mean they get stuck. But maybe as women we, we can relate to this. You know, as women we're not supposed to be mad, right? Yeah. Or we're known as, the, you know, we're, we're the B word at that point. Right. But but men, there's a different standard for that. Um, and right or wrong, it's just the way that it is, that we have these kind of...
2: Cultural. Cultural memes. Yeah. yeah.
0: That keep us in this space. But feelings, to me, are really important kind of um, weather vanes to the, um, you know, condition of our mind. Exactly. You know, and so... I I think feelings are sort of, I see them as the alarm system, their feedback system, Mm -hmm. um, sort of like a smoke alarm in a house. Smoke alarm is going off. We don't turn off smoke alarm. Right. We go find the fire. Exactly. So often with feelings, we are taught to turn off the feeling, turn off the smoke alarm. And so I think feelings can be really, really good indications of just what we need to look at in ourselves. But point that out, because I think feelings and forgiveness sort of go hand in hand.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I mean, you're right. It's like, yeah, we when we think about forgiveness, it's usually because we think we are angry at someone, we're hurt by someone, we're sad about something, we're disappointed. Those are all feelings.
0: Absolutely. And it's usually because they've done something to us.
2: Right. Like we were saying. Exactly. At the beginning and um i don't know i'm kind of thinking about the process issue the process of forgiving it's almost like um that would be a a cool article to write you know <laughs> i'm I, i'm sure it's been out there somewhere but i i would like to put that through my own my own process and how do you how do you explain that to someone And I don't know, maybe you can do it right now, but obviously I can't because I would be. But what I'm thinking about is that the process of, like, grieving, everybody knows there's, like, five steps, and it's, like, well documented. It's, like, talked about, and everybody understands, oh, she's in this portion of the grieving process. To me, forgiveness is very similar.
0: Yes. Well, I mean, yes, it is. It has perhaps. Its, it's layers or it's um, kind of, you know, customary places that we all are, you know, to, on the road. Right, right. And, um, there's a lot, yeah, I mean, I think every spiritual tradition has a forgiveness process. Uh-huh. Um, I would say that not all of them are understood
1: mm-hmm.
0: completely because I think that there's, I think we have, in sort of the collective culture, an idea about forgiveness that it's punitive in some way, or there's it's it's, it's um, pardon in some way. Like we're just going to ignore what they've done,
1: right? And what uh-huh. it's
0: like. It's not that. It's not saying, okay, well, you know, you it, again, it, it kind of does that false forgiveness thing.
2: Yeah. yeah. And
0: um, it, like there's or an excuse like, okay, we'll excuse the fact that you did this thing. So it's it so often forgiveness doesn't take the self into account. So I think whatever process somebody finds um and, and uses for this, that the accountability is is really, really important as far as looking at um what is what seems to be the issue or cause of our upset, right? Is really just a trigger for us to take notice of our inner experience of the same, of the same, you know, resonance or the same quality of energy.
1: Mhm. Mm-hmm.
0: So if we're angry at somebody else, well, there's anger in us that we get to look at. Right. Okay. And I, I often, I definitely want to say this because I think it, it needs to be said. That doesn't mean we walk around pretending like it's okay for anyone to say anything to us all the time. Or walk around without boundaries. Right. I mean, that's not what I'm saying by any means. Right. Um, and I'm not saying that. Sometimes we don't just need to, you know, we don't get angry. And that's where I think I was going with the feeling thing.
1: Mm-hmm. You know,
0: the gift of anger is clarity. Mm-hmm. It usually means that if someone is angered us, we don't need to sit back and go, Oh, I wonder if I should, you know, if I, someone is saying something that's inappropriate to us or intruding on our personal space, we don't need to sit here and go, Oh, I know it's all about... It's all about me at that moment, you know. Absolutely, when we're angry, sometimes, often, it's called that we need to set a boundary or we need to enforce a boundary that we've already set that's being disregarded. Um, And after that process, though, we have to stop on some level if we get this experience where, say, somebody is being violated a lot um, or they experience anger in their life or conflict quite often, the question has to be asked, why does that keep repeating? Why does that keep happening? And forgiveness is a great way to go there so that you can take some accountability about our experience. So I want to make that clear, though,
1: you know,
2: okay. that it's
0: not about, oh, yeah, you know, anyone can do anything they want. You can, you know, hit me in the face and I'll just let you walk all over me.
2: Exactly. That's
0: not what that's not what I'm saying. Sometimes we're absolutely called to set a boundary.
2: Absolutely, yeah. and um, keep ourselves safe, right?
0: Absolutely, and the, you know what's so amazing? The more we honor ourselves, and the more we forgive, the more loving we become, and boundaries are so much easier to set from that regard.
1: Exactly. Because
0: when we love ourselves, we have such we have high stock. We don't we have a very low tolerance for BS.
1: Right. Right. You
0: know, so. You know, this—that's what I think forgiveness is about—is really about understanding ourselves and undoing our stuff, so we can create a different experience. Does that make does that clear, though, about the whole? Like, I don't want to, you know.
2: I think it's—it's uh, it's okay. crystal clear to me. But I'll—I'll, I'll, um, since I've been using my example, right? So. I have a big boundary with my father. Right. (laughs) And so just because I forgive him doesn't mean I choose to be around him. Now I'm like, yeah, let's, like, take a breath on that one, right? Right. So that's just to give a real-life example. But I have no, like, I'm a bad person because I don't, you know, visit with my father any of that, it's. but I do forgive to the best of my ability at this moment at time, right. you know, with all the understanding that I have. Now, I said earlier that if I could take a pill to forget, I would, and that's because, you know, in another month from now or six months from now or who knows, maybe never again, but another layer may reveal itself for me to learn from in regards to my situation with my father and forgiveness.
0: Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, forgiveness in some respects is like a tool um, to enable us to to really undo the hidden right. realities in our minds, right. keeping us stuck, you know? And so that's what I really use it for, and, and I think that's what it's intended for, you know? In, in a lot of the Gnostic scriptures, that's how they talk about forgiveness, and certainly in some of the um, Pono. that's... That's the intention. There's there's a huge level of accountability,
2: right? Not blame, right? Right. 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 Yeah. Uh, Yeah. And for some reason, children are coming to mind right now, and I'm Ah. thinking about, um, oh, this idea of boundaries and forgiveness. Like we don't, you know, if our kids are beaten up on each other, we step in, you know. And we go, whoa, 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 wait a minute. (laughs) And we don't allow them to hurt each other, you know. And then there's the other half of, well, what? We forgive because they interrupted us. We forgive because we feel hurt by the fact that our kids are hurting each other. And then also then the kids have to forgive each other. You know, and then there's that mom saying you got to tell your brother sorry, and the brother doesn't really feel sorry, and oh my gosh, now I've opened up a whole nother can of worms.
0: Well, it's it's true because see again, that's what you've shown is really the um the the how the cultural means perpetuate. Like we have to forgive. Right. Okay. Well, there's an essence to that. That's true. We should be forgiving, but the way in which we're going about it. Is without the accountability piece And it's actually just not It's. I, I say this phrase a lot But it's like rearranging the deck chairs on the Titanic Right Nothing's really happening in that regard Right You know, um, there's a level What I think what you're It might be a better word for that I mean, it might be more like pardon mm-hmm. Something mm-hmm. Or, you know, when we're doing that Like we need to We, we want to make it peace Can we just have peace for the moment Right Might be a better term I mean, I do use forgiveness work with my kids from the way that, um, how I use it, you know, um, to the best of my ability. Because it's isn't it interesting, though, what bothers somebody will not bother another. You know, like, everyone has a different level of, I'll tell you a perfect example. Um, I did forgiveness on this just the other day. I do forgiveness every day. Um, but this one was, I forgave. My son was driving me crazy because I, he was talking too much. Uh huh. I felt like he was talking too much. Right. And I'm like, that I got it. I mean, seriously. Like I, I went and did forgiveness on, on that. The accountability of that. I know oh, it brought up all kinds of stuff for me about when I was a kid. People always told me I talked too much, and so it really triggered him. Talking too much triggered all this insecurity in me that I was completely, like, putting, projecting onto him.
1: Uh Uh-huh.
0: It was fantastic. I mean, it was like, wow, I had no idea this was still there. And I remembered, um, I was remembering, um, oh, uh, nicknames I had that Mm -hmm. my family gave me for Mm -hmm. talking too much, all kinds of stuff.
1: Right, right.
0: Um, And so I was really able to go, wow, this is so my stuff right now. You know, he's not doing anything out of the ordinary. Right. I'm just really, um, I'm noticing in my body. I noticed it in my body. I was noticing it. I was anxious. And, I mean, it was really interesting to see what that was all about for me.
2: Now, you said um, that... You do forgiveness work every day, yeah. and i I kind of think I know what you're talking about, but everyone else doesn't know mm-hmm. and um I was also thinking because we've been chatting now for however long it's been, coming up on an hour that will bring it will bring it in, and it might be a nice way to close things up with the idea of um So you do do forgiveness as a practice, and if you could maybe explain to others how they could work that into their lives. And then I'm also thinking, you know, maybe I know you have those worksheets, and if it's not a copyright issue, which I think, I don't know, we'll talk about that later, but if we can add them to the website, maybe we will. Yeah. So people can.
0: Um, The first, I I do myself, and I teach my clients as well. I mean, absolutely. Um, and the first step of course is awareness, you know, start noticing the triggers all around you. I mean, I, I, I'm forgiving quote unquote flies buzzing around my head, you know, because they're triggering frustration, you know, so it can get pretty, um, It can get pretty tedious. But, (laughs) which, honestly, I mean, that's how I am because now I look for them. Right. You know, like, opportunities to forgive, awesome, because it just sets me further on this undoing all these blocks, right? you know, that I have. Um, Anyway.
1: So awareness.
0: So what do I use? Um, Awareness is number one. I do have a worksheet that, um, and anyone that wants to Google it certainly can. Um, I think it's on my website, but it's, Dr. Michael Rice came up with it. It's based on some old Aramaic sort of scripture and um techniques to how to how to do it right and it's a long worksheet, and it probably well actually they have a shorter version as well. but it does take a little bit of guidance as to exactly how to do it um but the truth of it is, again, everyone has their own, they might have their own way of doing it. The the way that it works in theory is that um, we let our resentments emerge. These are the blocks. Um, and we take into, we realize or just be willing to begin to acknowledge our accountability, even if they appear to be, be caused by someone else. We definitely, it, we work with the feelings the thoughts that come into our awareness um, that help us realize all this stuff was actually stored in our bodies. You know, having this particular issue and being mad at this other person or being triggered by this other person brings up all this stuff in us that we didn't even know was there. Like, so this process is about bringing that stuff up and then basically undoing that, and so we we can let that stuff go we release the blame. You know, we release the the need to project it onto someone else. Um, It doesn't require that our past circumstances change. It doesn't require that person to change. We are just willing to ask for the peace that we are seeking when we obsess about the circumstances being different. Does that make sense? For example, if you're telling your spouse all the time, You need to stop doing this, this. You need to stop doing this. You need to stop doing this. You need to stop doing this, and then I'll be happy. You need to stop doing this, and then I'll be happy. This kind of forgiveness focuses on the point that they're not the problem keeping you from happiness. Right. And through this process, I'll tell you, very often you might get some clarity about something. Like, for example, it might be, you know what? I hate my job. I really do. (laughs)
1: <laughs> right. Or
0: I really need to set a boundary here.
1: Exactly. Yeah.
0: So the process is is actually which I was speaking about earlier, it's not about making the other person okay or letting them off the hook in any way. It's actually about getting clarity on what you need to do as well.
2: Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Things you can change about yourself mm-hmm. and your life.
0: Exactly. Yeah. So that I do have this it's a page worksheet that um I can I mean my clients of course can benefit greatly from it. This this process Dr. Michael Rice, you can Google him. Um he's great. Um I love I love his work. Other teachers use that that his same work. Um yeah. there's there's other stuff out there. This is just the one this is the thing. Um, forgiveness is sort of like love. How do you do it?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Sometimes it's helpful to have some guidance like one two, three, four, five yep. steps to be able to start understanding it and um
1: using it ourselves.
2: And I will I'll find a way to post that along with this, this podcast on the mind body, spirit, you dot com. So that everybody who's listening can access that. Um
0: well and I'll say the only caveat to that is if you do post it uh uh-huh. um and you should and I think it's at my website too. Uh-huh. but if you just look at the the um, worksheet, it may not make much sense. Right. It, I mean, it might, and, and certainly use it. Gosh, I mean, it can't harm you. But there are some points about it that even just a brief um, introduction, or going to his website, or contacting one of us at the Mind Body Spirit U. Right. Would be good to get some understanding on how to do it.
2: Absolutely. I mean, if you, there's nothing better, in my opinion. If you can't. You know, unless you're, you've are you already got a lot of it and you look at something like this and you go, oh, I've got it, the The worksheet, right? Right. But if you don't, yeah, for sure, just contact us or ask questions online or, or whatever. Yeah, I'd be yeah.
0: happy to do it. And I actually have a, you might want to post even this one first, but I have kind of a small thing. You remember from my e-course that I had?
2: Yeah, it's yeah, kind of yeah, one. yeah, yeah.
0: That one might be, um, it's a little more self-explanatory on that one.
2: Will um. Well, Alec and I will talk more about this, and we'll get things posted so that it's easily found because this is such a great topic and everybody um, can benefit from understanding more about it, right? And I
0: think so. And and honestly, I think the whole point to life in some respects is, is a journey of, of sort of empowerment, you know, mm-hmm. and, and to me that means to be in a position to choose. Right. You can choose, you know, what what you'd like yeah. to have happen on some level, um, and you have the power to change.
1: You
2: yeah. really do. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you so much for taking an hour of your day to share with us today, Aleka. And um, my pleasure. Yeah, it was fun. And everybody, um, stay tuned. Yep. <laughs> And we'll see you next time with the next topic. Um, See you on Mind, Body, Spirit, You. Yep.
0: Thank you, Tracy.
2: You're welcome.